911. Is that your auto tune 911? Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. We're really excited. There's pep in our step today because it's only one episode. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like it's like doing drugs. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, just one? Yeah. One, that's it? It ended. It was like, this just goes to show you that human beings, if put through rigorous enough situations, can yeah. adapt to anything. Yes. Like you can, if you're in a prison, if you're in solitary in a prison for six months, you can spend 10 years in like a Motel 6. I mean, yeah, it would probably be like paradise. Yeah. After oh, it's paradise. <laughs> they ruined the word paradise. They did. Yeah. They did. Do we have any housekeeping before we get going? By the way, why is it Motel 6? Instead of Motel seven? 8 or 7 no, or point. 3? Is what is point. 6? This is a classic. Shandy's will know. Yeah. This is a great trivia question. So any other housekeeping before we get going, Andy? No, I think we're good. Yeah. Just still in Denver. Yeah. A couple more performances. And yeah, I think we're ready to get out of here. Yeah. As much as we like Denver. It's 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 the dryness. Yeah, the dryness is really affecting us yeah. and our skin. I'm starting to flake away. <laughs> okay, so overall thoughts on episode 12. Not bad. Not bad? You Not didn't bad. mind it? I didn't mind it. I think you just didn't mind it because there was only one. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was really helpful. For me... I wanted... You know what I was left with? I was left with wanting more. Imagine that. Really? I wasn't. No, I mean wanting not less. Okay. Which I is- was left wanting not less. That's what <laughs> happened. For me, they spent way too much time on a certain something. They did. But, you know, I understand it's why. Okay. It was a big deal. I I'll guess. give it to them, sort of. Okay, so episode 12 kicks off with intros. We see the twins intro. They finally paid off. Yeah, Andy, you yeah. were into this mirror shtick. It's a great gag. Yeah, you actually fell for it for a split second. I really did. I, I No, I fell for it fully for a split second. <laughs> what I would really like good. to see is them to up this and pull a switch in the boom boom room. I mean, that's what everyone wants to see, right? <laughs> so we pick up with Logan talking to Jacob about wanting Kate to feel like she's special without smothering her. That's a crucial detail without yeah, smothering her, no smothering. which some of these women seem to want to feel smothered. Isn't it funny how smothering in a relationship is so horrible? But if you smother any food with anything, it's delightful. It's true. Yeah. Smothering has great connotation in food and always bad connotation in relationships. It's funny to me when on menus they'll say, you know, smothered. they'll describe it and they'll be like smothered in some sauce. I, I'll and I'm like, order something only because it says smothered. <laughs> It's hard to have too much of a sauce smothering something. Although one time, you know, at those like self-serve Froyo places, one time I did go too far with the hot fudge. <laughs> what does that entail? I'll, yeah, you just go. To, it's possible to go too far. I always thought you could never have too much hot fudge until one time I put too much hot fudge on and, and it ruined it. it How was, did it ruin it? I, I felt sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very me thing to do. Anyway, it is possible to have too much hot fudge. So Logan wonders if he handles it wrong. And now that cues Kate and Hayden's return. Kate in her ITM says Hayden's what she's looking for on paper. Mm-hmm. He owns a company. He has six figures lying around to spend on his dog. Something tells me Kate might have listed a few other things, but... But she did list those. Yes. I, so that's not me coming to her defense right. at all. Do I think she said these things? Yes, because I really tried to give her the benefit of the doubt and I listened for Frankenbiting. She absolutely said these oh, things. But do I think she maybe listed some others? Possibly. But the show was certainly like, aha, 
And she deserves it. She deserves it. Why would you say this on national television? I'll tell you why she said it. But she wants to be the it girl on this season. Yeah, she wants airtime. That's all she wants. Yeah, it's obvious. Because I don't think Kate is stupid. No. And do I think that she actually believes these things? Like, I don't think she ever seriously would consider Hayden. I think she both believes these things and wants airtime. Yes. She's guilty as charged on both counts, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. You know, not to, like she talks later about provider energy. Let's just. She's a real estate agent in LA. Yeah. She's coming on paradise to find provider energy. She's, it's it's BS. BS. Yeah. So she says those are his pros. The fact that he seems to have cash lying around. Yeah. But she carried that date on her back. She has a very tangible connection with Logan, but quote, he wasn't fighting for me in the least. I want to be fought for. And you and I were on pins and needles thinking fight was going to yeah. be uttered here. They, and there was never. They used every form mm-hmm. of fight except fight. Yeah. So just, you know, you think, no, it wasn't fight. We're watching and listening. Kate and Logan now chat on the beach. She says he seemed aloof when he told her to go on the date. He says that she clearly wanted to go, so he might as well have been apathetic about it. Great word. Mm. And people pointed out, we we did notice, but forgot to mention that Logan had said churlish Oh yeah, last churlish week is a fantastic word. Fantastic. Here that he automatically, he goes from 26 to 36. Yeah. No matter what else he does in life. Logan, you know... I, I I don't care what you guys say. I don't know why you think I don't what understand you think. what is not to like about Logan. I like Logan. I like Logan so much. I would be remiss if I never grabbed a beer with Logan. That's oh, how much I like him. Oh, that's nice. And he's young enough to be my son. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little weird. It never stops being weird. And it'll only get weirder the longer we recap. Yes. For me, that's how it has been. Because, you know, right after my season, some of these people were, were around my age. And now I'm like, ah, yeah. does this ever get weird? Slow. Eventually, we're gonna, they're going to be our grandchildren. <laughs> okay, so it starts raining now. Logan says his head said she deserves everything you got. So everything he got, dates and paradise and all that. But his heart was saying, don't fucking go. And she says, why didn't you say that? And he says, I'm saying it now. He says, let me be aloof and let me not care if you're not sure. I mean, he's going about this all right. He's so right because she's not actually giving him a ton either. She's just like, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? And he's like, I like you, but I'm protecting myself. And he asks if she feels the same way. She says she does. And now they share a very romantic rainy kiss where she straddles him. Honestly, something about the rain and how oh. into each other they were, especially like he's so into her. Oh, it yeah. was like it was, it was a hot, wet scene. Yeah, <laughs> hot, wet scene. So now it's the next day as the ladies get ready for the rose ceremony. We hear a lot of Kate captured on hidden camera, I have to mention, because this is that camera that's like up in the corner. Yeah. I don't think it's hidden. I think that it's just easy to but forget they're not about. aware of it. Exactly. Yeah, I think they're aware of it probably objectively, but... When you're hanging out with your girlfriends, you it's easy to forget. It's like having a hot mic. Like people screw up all the time with hot mics. Oh, yeah. You know, they know there's a mic on them, but they're not aware of it at the moment. This is a big difference between Paradise and regular Bachelor, by the way, because yeah. a camera's always held by a human being on The Bachelor. And oh. the rule of thumb is if you're mic'd, be careful. Right. But here you can be mic'd and a little camera up in the corner there's could no be captured. Yeah. And this is really sloppy on her part. <sighs> Because Kate says Logan in seven years would be perfect. She's talking to all the women here. She tells Shanae that Logan can't afford to work out at Equinox. What does that even mean? Because I mean, a lot of you people know what it who means? make decent money can't afford to work at Equinox. I mean, if she said he can't afford to work at 
crunch. Yeah, work. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's, I guess it means the same thing. But no, you can't afford to work out at crunch. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, I, I, it's oh, still no, offensive. New, New York Sports Club. Yeah, but not a lot of, I would I would have said led with New York Sports Club, but I don't think What's that other one? Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Equinox is clearly a very expensive gym. I am way too cheap to have an Equinox membership. Equinox is like 300 bucks a month. Something like that or more. That's At least like, in New York can, City. You can park a car in New York City for 300 bucks I'm going on the record. I do not have an Equinox membership because it's uh, it's too rich for my blood. I we don't totally work out enough for that. I totally agree. If I yeah. loved working out, if working out was part of my life in a way, it was like yeah. a religion, yeah, you'd maybe prioritize I would do it. it. Yeah. But even if, it doesn't matter how much money I make. I'm not getting an Equinox membership. Yeah. I'm not doing it, but I think it's a waste of money. Yeah. And that's the example she gives? Yeah. Well, so, no, she goes so far as to say, I have a trainer, Shanae. I, I have a trainer, Shanae. Shanae, meanwhile, why is Shanae with Kate? That's, why are they friends? You took the words out How of my mouth. How did that happen? How is it that not only are they friends, but Kate is talking in a way that almost any woman would be like, oh, this girl's a bitch. Yeah. And Shanae is eating it up. Well, I, it doesn't surprise me that Shanae would eat up the bitch talking, but what I don't understand is how they're suddenly in this in a kind of relationship where they're confiding in each other, where Kate's confiding in her about the guy that they were fighting about a couple of days ago. Yeah. Where did, how did this happen? It's bad. More importantly, she's confiding in her in a way that is offensive, mm. which you only do with people you really trust uh, and you're close with. Like I so, wouldn't talk about like, oh, my girlfriend can't afford an Equinox membership to some person I didn't trust that much. Well, you know, it's interesting. Maybe the, another girl in that same room wouldn't be as receptive to hearing her talk Oh. About Logan's finances. Maybe she's you know becoming. I mean? Maybe Shanae is enamored by her shit talking. Or that's maybe, her language. Or maybe Kate is enamored by the fact that she can shit talk sh- to Shanae, and Shanae ah, won't maybe judge that's her. The, bond. the glue that bonds is yeah. the shit talking. The, the very thing that made them butt heads is the very thing that brings them closer in the end. It's like wow. Genevieve and Shanae. Wow, but why couldn't we see the birth of this? I know. I agree. It really bugs me. I hate that. Look, maybe they didn't capture that on camera, but that's to me the kind of thing that should be captured on camera and should be shown. I agree. Because it's not fun for us. There's no. all this buildup, all this, you know, that we got a cliffhanger fight between the two of them on the beach and then it just skips to this. It drives me nuts. Well, honestly, the romance part of this show is less interesting to me than the friend chemistry. Absolutely. 100%. There's not one step. You go from A to Z mm-hmm. without one step in between. That one little exchange we're seeing. I, uh, like not even one cocktail shared. Yeah. You know, I could have done with a lot less being told how beloved Rodney is. <laughs> even though I, I like Rodney, nothing gets Rodney. But I could have done with less of that friendship dynamic and more with these little moments. I agree. So not only does Kate work out at Equinox, but she has a trainer. Mm, wow. It's just really, ugh. That's gross. Andy here, you said that is obnoxious. Oh my God, were the Shandys right about Kate? That's what Andy said at the time. I think this is your I told you so, Shandys. Maybe, and I'll give it to them. I, I like nothing more than giving a well-earned I told you Absolutely. so. Absolutely. And I wrote, let's be real, Equinox is objectively expensive. 300 we, bucks a month. At least. How is that in any way? You can't say, it's, you know, it's like saying, it's like saying, oh, he can't afford caviar. It doesn't make sense. It's not funny. Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. It's just rude. Yeah. And it's, it shows a moral, a lack of moral fiber, in yeah, my opinion. I agree. I'm judging her. I'm judging too. We learned that Logan lives with two roommates and that's also a... 
Mm. Even though he's 26, like he's in the he's in the right he's allowed place. To. Yes. We hear her say, my sister in Christ, I am 33 years old over and over again to the <sighs> point where they are able to layer the audio flawlessly. And it lines up. And Andy, you said, no, she has a catchphrase. Oh. Yeah, we all know how Andy feels about catchphrases. And this was <sighs> the nail in Kate's coffin for you. That was it. And I can I say something? Mm hmm. Did Logan turn 26? Did he suddenly become 26 from point. 36? She knew he was 26 from the moment she said hello. Yeah. How is that his fault now? Well, I, I, like, yes, we can pick this apart, but at the same time, I just think Kate is there to be this person. I know. That's like, the that's thing. What, that's why I don't really want to analyze it too much because... Yes, she knew he was 26 from the get-go. She's a 33-year-old real estate agent who apparently can afford a trainer at Equinox in Los Angeles. Yeah. I don't think she has a hard time finding a guy with provider energy yes. in the city in which she lives. So why is she there? She's there she to be this person. She came to play. Yes. I said it from the beginning, yeah. even though I went for her. Yeah. She came to play. Yes. She says Hayden, meanwhile, clearly has money, which we love. And she's tired of being the breadwinner and is looking for that aforementioned provider energy. I said, if that's what she's looking for, I wonder why she's not going for Alex because a couple of episodes ago we were being sold how uh, affluent he is. Affluent and delightful and funny, apparently. Yeah, and he uses words like resolute. Resolute. And you know why? You know why she's not going for Alex? Well, she's not here for an actual relationship. No. If she met Alex in the real world, maybe she'd go for Alex. No. On this show, she's like, set aside what you want and go for Kate. This is all about Kate becoming number one on this show. Yeah, airtime. Okay, so now it's the Rose Ceremony cocktail party. Genevieve and Aaron talk. He says this is a difficult conversation for him. He says when he said he was falling in love with her, quote, that's not true. That's not true at all. And he says instead he's already fallen in love and that he loves her a lot. So this was really, you called it tacky, yeah. Andy. It's I cruel. said he. I think it's cruel. It was honest. cruel. Like he let her face. And heart drop here. Like her face just was It's like, a mock execution. Yes. That's what it was. He knew he had the power. He knew that he had the upper hand and he has. There's no question Aaron has the upper hand in this relationship. Ugh, he dictates whatever. She, she's on a string, which yeah. is sad. She was somehow apologizing. Apologizing, yeah. yeah. And he just did a mock execution on her. That's exactly what happened. And that's not funny. No. I don't care how low the stakes are. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's, you know what it is? It's douchey. <laughs> It's all about him. All about if him. he thought about her feelings, he would be like, this is not a tasteful way would to tell someone to I love that? him. He told her he loved her like a punchline. Yeah. That's a punchline how... that hurts. Yeah. Hurts a lot. She was about to cry. As a matter of fact, she was, the tears were forming already. He sick. basically made her cry to just get off with a cheesy joke. Ugh. She says he scared her and he says his delivery wasn't the best. And he claims here that he didn't mean to scare her. His delivery actually was really good, if that was his aim. <laughs> yeah. I give him full point on yeah, that. Yeah, there was no way, I think. I, I don't believe that he didn't mean to do that. No, he meant exactly to do that. That wasn't editing. Can we talk about how bad their communication is here? So he was like, oh, I didn't mean to scare you. And she was sort of like, what? And then he's like, oh, well, let's just toast. Let's just drink. Yeah. And then they kiss and tell each other that they love each other. And then that was it. It's an abusive relationship. <laughs> it feels like It's ridiculous. <laughs> 
feels really, really wrong. Like I, I'm uncomfortable watching them together, yeah. especially after last week. Andy, you said such bullshit as they told each other they loved uh, each other. This is a sham. Kate, and I don't. And by the way, I don't believe that Gene- Genevieve's feelings are. I believe she really likes Aaron yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I believe Aaron has some meaningful feelings for her, but the dynamic here is effed up. Yes. And this is not going to last. I'm calling it now. <laughs> maximum three months. Yeah, I think that's being generous. So, Charlene, as you know, I love gardening. Yes, Andy has a green thumb and has lots of plants, both in and outside. And you know what I have actually fantasized about? Is composting my own soil. And now I can do it with the touch of a button. It's really crazy cool. We got it shortly before leaving for Denver and we were so obsessed with it. And now that we're on the road, we miss it. We miss our loamy because let's talk about food waste for a second. And this isn't even food that you're throwing out that you didn't eat. Like just even like a banana peel, an apple core. How many bits of food end up in the garbage? Think about how- 40% of all food in America ends up in landfill. That's messed up. 40%. Think about how much less garbage bag, garbage we have ejected from our part. Apartment. Yeah. Since getting our Lomi, way less. So much of what was taking up that space in our garbage and what was eventually becoming harmful methane. Methane, by the way, which is the number one damaging greenhouse gas. Yes. The worst by far. It's like a thousand times worse than carbon dioxide. Yeah. Instead, that food waste is going in the Lomi and being turned into dirt. In four hours. In four hours, which then you use to feed your plants. And it's by the way, I've tried to compost before naturally. Mm. It takes days. It's very difficult. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. When I see movies about the future and there's robots and yeah. like, you know, like like flying cars and all that stuff. Yeah. None of that compares. This is the future. Yes. This is the future to take garbage. Yes. That you would that would hurt the world uh-huh. and makes you sad. I feel sad. When every time I scrape a plate and there's too much food on it, I yeah. feel I feel pain. Yes. You put it in this machine and what does it do? It goes back into the earth to grow more food. Oh. Amazing. Can I tell you something? I look forward to having leftovers that I can't eat. I look forward. It's exciting to me. I'm like, I get excitement. Yes. My heart starts beating (laughs) faster knowing I can put it in that loamy, press a button, and it silently converts it to soil in four hours. Amazing. When this came across the Dear Shandy desk, I was like, I literally cannot think of a more Shandy product than this. And we were so excited. (laughs) It's the high altitude here. I'm out of breath. I'm really too excited. (laughs) Andy's very excited talking about the Lomi, but we really do love it that much. It's just an incredible device. It sits on your kitchen countertop. And I'm telling you, if you ever feel guilt, which I often feel Mm -hmm. about not doing enough for for climate change, I mean, this is a problem. And you you talk to people who don't care. Sure. And those people exist. We're not going to pretend they no. don't. But we're those people who care. And oftentimes you're like, but what more can I do? This is the ultimate. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make post-dinner cleanup easier, Lomi is for you. Head to Lomi.com slash Shandy and use promo code Shandy to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50, $50 off when you go to Lomi.com slash Shandy. That's L-O-M-I dot com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Well, Andy, we may be on the road, but that doesn't mean that we are without our feels. We've been longtime feels fans. Mother's little helper. 
Is that what they say? It technically is Mother Nature's little helper. It is. It's very natural. They yes. were they were begging us. <laughs> Mother Nature was like, look, it's right there. Yes. Why are you worried about things? Just eat that thing. Yeah. In Fields' case, we have CBD mints and you have the oil over there. And we're big fans. I carry these around in my purse with me. Yeah. They're delicious. They're great. And they really do just... And they take the edge off, which is a big deal for me at bedtime. Oh, it's huge. It's not something you want to mess with. You yeah. want to get rid of edge. You yeah. don't want to sleep with edge. You don't want to focus on a big project with edge. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go into a date with edge. Yeah. Get rid of the edge. Take feels. And I'll tell you something. I've given this to a lot of my friends. I'm mm-hmm. like the Johnny Appleseed of CBD, basically. <laughs> and they all say the same thing. They're like, that was good. Yeah. I like that. Yes. No one's like, eh, that, was, that wasn't good. Or I didn't feel good taking that. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about CBD is what you don't feel rather than what you do. And you know what the best is? No hangover, no addiction. Yeah. So start feeling better today with Feels. Become a member by going to feels.com slash Shanty and you'll get 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Shandy to become a member. And get 50% automatically taken off your first order plus free shipping. Again, that's feels.com slash Shandy. Kate and Shanae talk. Shanae asks who she likes kissing more. So they went from fighting on the beach, you know, in a way about Logan, in a roundabout way. And now Shanae's like, so who do you like kissing more, Hayden or Logan? They really skipped ahead in the friend department. Kate in her ITM says, Logan had the chance to sweep her off her feet at this cocktail party, but he didn't. He literally, (laughs) and I mean literally, swept her off her feet in the rain. Yes, yeah. Mm. On the Mm. beach. Mm. I mean, she does not seem easy to no. date unless you've got money unless, unless you can afford an <laughs> yeah. equinox if you, yeah unless you can afford to not sweep her off her feet i right. guess get someone else to sweep her hire someone to sweep her off her feet <laughs> yeah. kate and hayden talk now she says she had a blast with him what yeah what was the blast yeah. where was the blast when she, he was crying about zip lining was yeah. that the blast yeah. she gifts him with a tennis ball to give to rambo which was yeah. <sighs> And now she says, fetch, and throws the ball, and he goes and gets it. And it's oh, just it's so just cringy. Awful. You're throwing the ball and telling him to go get it. Yeah, or what he, was that? It was well, What was so the point cringy. of that, it and made, why did he do that? It made my skin crawl. Yeah, I wish that he had been like, be I can like, afford mm-hmm. tennis balls. We yeah. can let that one go to the ocean. <laughs> okay, so now as attention turns to the Eliza Rodney-Justin love triangle, we get our word watch number one. Rodney and his ITM says, I'm not down and out in this fight. There's still very much hope for me. Rodney and Eliza talk. He says he's sorry he put her in this situation. He'll never do it again. She says, I hate this. He says he isn't going through what she's going through. And Andy, you were like, what she's going through. <laughs> she's very good at making herself a victim. Right? Both Rodney and Justin are like, oh, yeah, I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. I know you're, you're having such a hard what, week. two guys fighting over her? Yeah, which last week she was very into, by the way, in her IT. Remember, yeah. she says, I, That's I, what she wants. I love this. Yeah. He says he can't lose her. He's not ready for a life without her. It's painfully obvious that she's not into him. Painfully. It's like the body language is, is right there Nothing. for us all to see. She's not interested in him. Andy, you even said it's proven now by the way she's not looking at him that she's just not into him. And she did all of this to look like the good guy. Yep. 
which is what we said last week. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> not, what happened. Not to do, and I told you so. But you said that towards the end. You were like, is it possible she's just not into Rodney and is just doing this? And it, you were dead on. No, she was scared about the impact on her image. Yes. Everyone on the beach was loved Rodney. Everyone loves mm-hmm. Rodney. And look, he seems like a great guy. I'm not going to judge that. But that's a fact. Yeah. Everybody is obsessed with Rodney. <laughs> Yes. And she's going to break Rodney's heart on national TV. She knows that's a bad look. Mm-hmm. So instead, do it. it's his fault that he didn't force her to stay yeah. and not go on a date it's with Justin. Fault. And now even in this situation, he's a- apologizing to her. He can't lose her. He's going to reassure her how much he's into her. Like it's still him proving himself to her. I mean, it was a magic trick, as you said last yeah. week. And now we get word watch number two. Rodney in his ITM says, I'm going to do whatever I can to, to fight and call my way out and make sure that we're happy on the other end. Eliza says that's all she needed to hear. Better late than never. And she rewards him with a bunch of pecky kisses. She's like, mwah, 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 mwah. Yeah. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and Eliza talk now. He says he knows this week has been tough on her. Uh, rough. Just brutal. Like the kind of stuff they write books about. Like the, the grapes of wrath. <laughs> He says he cares about her a lot. And as Rodney talks about his excitement to introduce her to his mother, we see Justin and Eliza making out. And the chemistry is undeniable. Undeniable. It's a full-blown makeout. There are no pecs to be found nope. in this kiss. And while Rodney, it's suggested Rodney can see this and looks upset about it. It's not totally clear if that was just editing or not. But Andy, you said that Rodney has a bad read. He does. And, 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 and there's no offense to Rodney. Yeah. This is an endearing quality. It is. He just doesn't have it. He should have seen, but he doesn't want to see it. He sees what he sees. He's a nice guy. He yeah. just thinks that if she says things that seem like she's into him, yeah. she's into him. Yeah. And, you know, that's something he may have to work on because this was clear as day to me that she wasn't yeah. into him. It was very obvious to us that if she did choose Rodney at this rose ceremony, it would be solely for image management to me the pecs i was like mayday mayday she's like not only not into him she's like repulsed by i've gotten hotter kisses from my grandmother (laughs) okay eliza is now crying and being comforted by the ladies they ask if there's anything in her gut and she says nothing Nothing is in her gut. She says she wants to go home. She doesn't want to do this. Victoria in her ITM says there's no comparison. The correct choice is Rodney. Mm-hmm. Say it with me. Rodney. R-O-D. <laughs> Wait. R-O-D-N-E-Y-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S. Doesn't work. Oh, why isn't his last name five letters long? It's too bad. That's such a shame. I thought I had it there, and then I realized <laughs> halfway through. It's like those cartoons where, where a guy thinks he can make the cliff jump in yeah. the car, and he's like, yay, yeah. and then slowly it's just sinking. That's the end of that. So now we have our rose ceremony. Genevieve gives her rose to Aaron, Jasenia to Andrew, Brittany to Tyler, Victoria to Johnny, Danielle to Michael, Serene to Brandon, Florence to Justin. So I guess that double date wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Shanae to Joey. Kate to Logan after a lot of unflattering voiceovers that sound recycled, but nonetheless, I do think she said them. Okay. So first she says, Logan, he comes up and she says, there's something there, but she needs more. Can he give that to her? And he's like, (laughs) he just nods confusedly. She gives him the rose and in his ITM, he says he's confused. He doesn't feel well liked by her. And isn't even sure what she was insinuating, and it just feels shitty. I felt so again, bad for him. Again, 
I want to know what's wrong with Logan. I want to know. Everything he says is right. Yeah, whenever people have an issue, yeah, people really hate on Logan and I don't get it. What is it? There's something about him. Maybe it's the way he looks. Am I missing something? Like, there's something guttural about Logan. Yeah, but I think Logan's good looking. I have not seen a single moment where I have not liked Logan. Yeah, me neither. I don't get it. He hasn't done a single thing that I'm like, that was the wrong thing to do. Ever. Ever. What is it? (laughs) I'm so confused. Tell me. I want a list. I want one, two, literally numbered out, Roman numerals if you want. I want to know the five top reasons why I'm supposed to not like Logan. Mm -hmm. Go. I have a feeling some people might take issue with the fact that he kissed both Gabby and Rachel on that first group date. But I don't even see the issue with that. Like there were two bachelorettes and they were Mario did too. Well, he tried. Oh, he tried. Yeah. Yeah, he tried. I think the only person who ever kissed both of them was Logan. And you know, a lot of the audience of this show is very... There's a buttoned up factor there. Okay. It's like, oh, you should know who you are. So that's it. So he's forever vilified because he kissed the two leads trying to figure out which one he wanted to spend the rest of his (laughs) fucking life with. My sister in Christ, (laughs) Logan is not a bad guy. Well, something tells me after this episode, suddenly a lot of the people who haven't liked Logan are going to start liking him because, you know, because Kate is worse. Well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Okay, great. I just thought it was such a strange move of hers to do this. It was so nasty. You can say on a day bed the next day, like, there's something here, but... I need more from you. She's or grabbing the moment. She I'm really convinced is. Kate is just like, how can I monetize this experience yeah. to the utmost possible? Yeah. And maybe her producer was like, before you give him the rose, you should tell him, you know, hint at what you need from him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was just in such poor taste. And it was humiliating. She's insufferable. This is my girlfriend <laughs> I'm talking about. She's insufferable. I'm dating her. Yeah. She's not insuffer- anymore. No. Yeah. You've broken up with her by now. Well, well, we'll talk about that. It was so mean in front of everyone. Yeah. In front of everyone to do this. I need more. Can you give that to me? What He's like, what? what is he supposed to say? Yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> I can give you more. Okay. So there's a lot more buildup now around Eliza's love triangle. And we get word watch number three. Brandon about Rodney says, he does see a future with Eliza and he wants her so bad. He wants to fight for her. Eliza gives her rose. To Rodney, which was not super surprising, but immediately we both said she was preserving her image. And she asks to speak with Justin, where she immediately apologizes. And we're being sold how amazing Rodney and Eliza's connection is by everyone, but you and I were just not buying it. Eliza walks Justin to the car now and she keeps crying and apologizing. She gives him a long hug goodbye. And Andy, here you were convinced that she was giving him signals. Don't call me on my cell phone. (laughs) I didn't mean to pick Rodney. (laughs) Call me on my cell phone. Is that your auto-tune voice? (laughs) I'll be in Baltimore (laughs) next week. (laughs) How is that giving a signal that's just explicitly saying? Uh, That's what she was saying. I think she whispered like we didn't hear it. (laughs) That's what she said to him literally in that hug. Yeah. Was that good auto-tune? Kind of. I could do better. Call me on my cell phone. <laughs> I didn't mean to pick Rodney. Yeah. Don't call me on my cell phone. I'll be in Baltimore next week. I feel like your idea of autotune is just getting rid of all consonants. <laughs> did that not sound like an accurate representation? I mean, it didn't not sound like the song. And it did feel like she was sort of like, oh. I'm so sorry to hurt you. And she was like hugging him long and giving him these long looks. Andy, you said she chose her image over the guy she likes. That's exactly what she did. Yes. And and you know what? 
If you're going to make your bed, this is the ultimate example, sleep in that damn bed. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say, I'm going to pick the guy I don't like mm -hmm. over the guy I like because I want to preserve my image. If your whole point of doing that is to preserve your image, <laughs> then you have to stick to that like nothing you've ever stuck to before in your life. It's so true. She Ooh. did the exact opposite. She lost the guy. Yeah. Ostensibly, I don't know, maybe. She lost the guy she really liked, stuck with the guy she didn't like, and destroyed her image from already being tarnished. Turns out last week we were not alone in thinking Eliza was in the wrong there. And her execution was just, it was to make him feel so awful. Yeah, she couldn't take the guilt. Yeah. She put it on the nicest guy, mm -hmm. the most popular guy on the beach. She has terrible judgment. Yes. In, 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 <laughs> she's, a, she's not a strategist. No, no, she's not. Honestly, by her even admitting later that she did all this because he was so well-liked and yeah. it seemed like the right thing to do, she only confirmed everything we thought up until that point, if that she was that image conscious. At the king, you best not miss. Mm, is Rodney the king? Rodney's the king. Yeah. Of the popularity contest. Yes. Which it turns out this was. You know, part of me feels a little bit bad for Eliza in that clearly the cookie did not crumble in her favor. She was brought on as one of these five women after Justin was already eliminated. And then he had to come back and she needed... Interestingly, she didn't need Rodney to last, by the way, no. because she's the one who had that rose. But there was no Justin yet to give that rose to. That's right. The timing just was all like out of sync. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't get the Brandon Serene first class treatment, the yep. Michael Danielle treatment. And 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 I'm pre I, I like that you're saying this, but with all due respect to Eliza. Yeah. I think that she was put in a bad situation that she did not handle well, but that doesn't necessarily malign her character. No. I think she might actually be a better person than this, but I think she was a perfect storm of her weaknesses and the situation. Yeah, her weakness being how image conscious she yeah. is in a setting that's really designed to make her look yeah. bad. It's, it's forcing her to look bad. It was a science experiment. It yeah. was like, you know, it was like Lord <laughs> of the Rings. It yeah. was like you put a bunch of, you know, nice kids on an island, next thing you know, they're eating each other. <laughs> <laughs> Always happens, by the way. Don't ever put kids on an island without supervision. Finally, Wait, did I say Lord of the Rings? Uh, you said, I think you, we knew you meant Lord of the Flies. Oh, shit. <laughs> you obviously knew I meant Lord of the Flies. Eliza continues to wipe away her tears before returning to the group. And in her ITM, she says she thought she would feel better, but she somehow feels worse. And Rodney finds her and consoles her by hugging her and saying, you're all mine. No one's going <laughs> to no take you away from me. <laughs> it was too good to be true. No one's going to take you away from me. She's like. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> Is that your auto tune 911? I don't understand auto-tune. I hate auto-tune. It's too. like listening to Stephen Hawking sing a song. <laughs> and I love Stephen Hawking. Yeah, you love Stephen Hawking. No one I it's like better maybe ever in history, yeah. but I don't want to hear him sing. <laughs> I kind of do want to hear him sing, but only in a ridiculous way. I mean, as a singer, let me tell you, I really hate auto-tune. Oh my God, you it's, must despise Yeah. It. If you need to be auto-tuned, you should not be a singer. That was a joke. I remember there was the auto-tune guys. Remember back in like, was it like early 2000s? There was the auto-tune guys. Uh -huh. They became famous was they auto-tune stuff. And I thought it was a joke. <laughs> but then suddenly I'm hearing songs like played all the time in the clubs and on the radio. And I'm like, yeah. this is this is, is not a joke. This yeah. is, it's not a joke. It's bad. <laughs> it is bad. 
Okay, so now it's the next day. Aaron tells Michael, Logan, and Tyler that he and Genevieve are officially in I love you territory. Jesenia finds a date card and it's for Michael and Danielle and Andy. You went, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to watch this uh, date either. I don't either. And it's nothing against, like, look, I think that they actually, you know, stand a chance in the real world. I think they're well suited to each other. They obviously have this unique thing to bond over. But didn't they just have a date? Yeah. It felt like they just had a date. And that date, by the way, it was already the first class treatment we keep talking about. They yeah. dodged the entire Love Island slash Temptation Island twist. I don't know. I just, it's just it's I didn't just need to see boring. this. Like, I get it. There's, he's very, he's a very understanding, sympathetic character. And he's very sincere. And he's a good narrator. He's a good narrator. He's the one that said Sid and Nancy I, last week. Sid and Nancy. Yeah, yeah, he was good. No, Michael, no, no disrespect. I just like, I don't need to see the second date here. No. It's between you and me. I hate to say this. This this doesn't have legs. Really? I don't think it has legs. Oh, I mean, I hope you're wrong. I don't think it has legs. I mean, and I don't mean that in a, in a nasty way. Yeah. I just feel like this is a perfect manufactured situation for this show. I think they're going to be good friends. I think that Michael and Danielle are going to be friends for life. It's mm. like a Michelle Rodney situation. Okay. I don't think this relationship is going to last. Okay. That's my opinion. And I don't need to see the constant, like, over-the-top sincerity and sweetness. It's not interesting. It's not hot. There's no hotness in this relationship. I I do lack hotness. It feels like a a friend. It feels like a, what's, not friends with benefits, because it's not that. It's the opposite of friends with benefits. Yeah. It's like friends without benefits. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, that's just friends. (laughs) Friends without benefits. It's, yeah. No, they're like dating without benefits. Yeah. It, I will say I do not feel chemistry here, but I would love to be proven wrong. I think that it is a lovely story if it does work out. I but. think the bond they feel for what they went through is so strong that they it's almost confused. It's like they're mm. like, is this romantic? Like, mm. I want to kiss you because I share this powerful thing with you. But I don't feel that outside of the thing... There's a real relationship. That's okay. my opinion. Okay. I'm sure people will come at me for that. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think that Michael has sort of been soured for a lot of people. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. You guys tell us if we're way off. Okay. So Michael and Danielle go on this date. So they meet up with Wells, who presents them with horses to ride. And now we get a... Res- By the way, they're good at riding horses. You notice that? Oh, really? Both very comfortable on a horse. Oh. That's not normal. It isn't? I mean, I wouldn't be comfortable on a horse. You wouldn't? No. On a horse? I mean, I would, could eventually get there, but they clearly f- seemed like they had ridden horses before. Oh. I always notice these things. I'm from the city. Oh, a I city went boy to a horseback riding camp when I was little. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. So did you get good at horseback riding? I mean, I'm comfortable on a horse, I think. Have we ever ridden horses together? No. Wow. That's a good date idea. Oh, forget that we talked about this because <laughs> that's a birthday thing. Just forget it. Ready? Hold on a second. I'm going to zap your mind. <laughs> So what were we talking about? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, something about Michael and Danielle. <laughs> and so now we get this recycled shtick that we've seen before. Chris Harrison, before he was sacked, yeah. did this on a date where he jumped ahead and did all these things for the couple. And in this case, Wells is using a donkey to jump ahead. He presents them with tacos and then later chocolate bananas and then hats and then drinks. And Andy, you said, oh my God, this is so dumb. I'm offended for comedy. I was. It's so easy to make Wells a funny character, to do some funny things in the show. Mm -hmm. And And every time it's just so hacky and dumb. It's like, what's the joke? 
What is the joke? I don't get the joke. I believe me, I get jokes. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I do. That yeah, I get jokes. I don't get the joke. <laughs> it's not funny at all. But maybe the masses find it funny. Okay, fine, fine. Because you know, sometimes I'll watch. Okay, masses, a- <laughs> masses. I call upon the masses. Yeah, but the shandies, is it funny? The shandies aren't the masses. I don't think that any of us are the masses for this show. Like, I don't feel like the Shandies are watching this and being like, ha, 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 Wells is on a donkey giving yeah, them chocolate bananas. Right. How funny. Yeah, I guess I'm preaching to the choir. Well, that's the thing. I wonder, it's like sometimes I'll watch a sitcom that's really popular and I'll be like, how the hell is anyone watching this in their free time and finding it funny? But obviously people are because it's doing so well. So maybe those people are the people that finds Wells giving them hats. Yeah, maybe they find maybe. this funny. Is I don't know. Funny? You, you ask, ask them, ask the Shandies. If you think the well sketch was funny in your comment, just put in all caps funny. And if you think it was not funny, put in all caps, not funny. That's it. Wells now sits and chats with them over drinks and talks about his love story with Sarah. He says they look cute together and finally excuses himself. And the two of them pretty much say nothing here. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff about new experiences, new things, maybe yeah, new coming stuff. back to visit one day. They like stuff. They yeah. Like, they like things. New things. They like new. That's good. <laughs> new things and new stuff. Yeah. And they make out. Mm. And all in all, that was, it felt like a big fat waste of time. Yep. Well, Andy, we've been sleeping in a hotel for about a month now. And you know what I miss? Cozy Earth sheets. Yes, the cozy earth bed sheet that's made mm. with viscose from bamboo making it super super soft and yet still cooling. Mm. I miss it. Yeah. It's so soft to the touch. It's not the same on hotel sheets. It just isn't. No. I at least have these cozy earth lounge pants yes. which I wear literally <laughs> every single Day. He really does. It's kind of gross. It's at the point where you're upset when they need to be washed because you have to wear something else. I, I, <laughs> true. We did laundry in the hotel For, laundry room yeah. yesterday and you were like, but what am I going to wear? They're fine. They're clean. I'm like, no, yeah. they're not. For three hours, I had to wear an inferior pants. <laughs> It was terrible. And let's not forget that Cozy Earth has been on Oprah's most favorite things list for five years in a row. I mean, what else has been on her most favorite list for five years? Can you imagine what a big deal that is? Like, let's say you start Cozy Earth. This is your brand. And then Oprah is like, this is on my most favorite things list. Are you kidding? I would be, if I had a product, (laughs) I would be over the moon if I was on Oprah's slightly okay with list. (laughs) Oprah has her pick of the litter when it comes to bed sheets. There are way more expensive, more quote unquote designer bed sheets out there that cost way more. And they're like Egyptian cotton, thousand thread count, whatever. I'm telling you, these are softer and they're way more affordable. And it just says something that she's like, this stuff is fancy without being priced fancy. Yes. And I like a good I told you so. And I will be honest, our Shandies have told us how much they love Cozy Earth. Yeah. And I told you, no one, <laughs> how many people like when someone says that? Yeah. I told you so. So we have a very special holiday deal for our listeners, the Shandies. Save 40% right now on Cozy Earth. But hurry, this holiday offer ends soon. Go to CozyEarth.com Shandy and enter promo code Shandy at checkout to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com Shandy, S-H-A-N-D-Y. That's CozyEarth.com Shandy. So Charlene, as someone who has worn glasses for many decades. Well, I guess is three many? No, three <laughs> is a few. For a few decades, but many years. <laughs> I know that both the price and inconvenience of getting a new pair of glasses is high on the chart. Mm-hmm. And Warby Parker not only makes the process easy and very affordable, but they are a brand you can trust in a sea 
a morass of glasses manufacturers that overcharge, overpromise, and underdeliver. As the person in this relationship who doesn't wear glasses or contacts, I'm lucky in that lucky department. You. I'm always blown away by how much prescription lenses in those glasses cost. And the frames. Yeah. Do you know what I paid? I'm embarrassed. Should I even say it? <laughs> no, don't say it. And Warby Parker's that knight in shining armor that comes in with prescription lenses starting at $95. With the frames. That's bonkers. With the frames. Yes. Insane. And to make matters better, they have a free <laughs> online try-at-home program. Yes. Where you just get five pairs of glasses that you handpick mm -hmm. from their many options. You try them on. If you don't like any of them, you send them all back. Yeah. And if you like one, you say, I want this, and that's it. You're done. No obligation to buy, and they even include a prepaid shipping label in the package so you can ship all five back if none of them worked for you. Yep. So try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash shandy. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash shandy. Again, try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash shandy. Back at the beach, Brittany and Shanae talk about people's smells. Turns yeah. out Alex didn't smell good. I mean, it's really that fair. I mean, the guy's on a beach. He's probably, probably really hot. He, maybe he's a person who sweats a little more than the average person. Is that such a big deal? Mm. I mean, if I had BO on a beach, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel like I should be maligned for it. I agree. And actually, when you have BO, I, I kind of like it. I think it's cute. Really? Yeah. I mean, when you really love someone, their bad smells are just sort of... That's true. Yeah. I think a smell is immediate. Like if you don't like someone's smell, it's instant. You're not like, like I'll get used oh, to yeah, this Oh yeah, it's like a pheromonal smell. thing. It's part of the package. Yes. Yeah. Genevieve and Kate talk to Rodney about how happy they are for him, how happy everyone is for him. And everywhere he goes, people are celebrating him, congratulating him. He really is the all-star quarterback in this high school. Right. Everyone loves Rodney. But he's not He's not a dick. Usually the all-star quarterback is kind of a dick to the nerds. Well, I feel like- Rodney loves everybody. That's a 90s movie, but a oh, 2020s movie, you're right. he's it's Rodney. It's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that uh, 21 Jump 21 Street. 21 Jump Street, totally. That was so good. It was. was that the first one? I the think first so, one. yeah. This already feels ominous, the mm -hmm. amount of congratulating going on. Ronnie talks to Andrew and Brandon. He reveals Eliza went through an entire pros and cons list. I thought it was interesting that she told him this. <laughs> uh, pros, image, <laughs> cons, everything else. He expresses his excitement for the future, and now we cut to... Eliza crying in bed. Meanwhile, Andrew, I got to say, Andrew tends to have the right read on things. Uh -huh. He says, what did this test do to your relationship? Some people don't respond well to tests afterwards. It felt like, you know what, it, the same way Rodney doesn't have a good read on what's in front of him. It feels like Andrew does. Oh, yeah. I feel like he saw Eliza give the rose after the rose, all that stuff. And was like, mm. Rodney continues to say he's very excited about the future. More close-ups of Eliza crying in her ITM. She says she's still confused and feels like she's going to throw up. People are starting to wonder where Eliza is now because she's crying so much. And finally she emerges. Jasenia talks about what a solid thing what they have is. And Andy, you said, we get it. It's not a solid thing. There's a lot of that. And they are milking this. Yeah. Oh my God, beyond belief. At this point, we were two thirds of the way into the episode. And I thought this would go on for another five, 10 minutes and then something else would happen. But it really was just the Rodney, Eliza, yeah. Justin thing until the end of that the episode. It. She appears and he hugs her. And Andy, you said the old sensual hug. Yeah, nothing says I want to get in your pants like a cold embrace. <laughs> he kisses her and it ends up landing on her cheek. Oof. And Andrew's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slow motion. It's like. No. no. Eliza and Rodney go talk on a day bed. He asks what's up and she kind of mumbles. And Andy, you said so high school. 
Yeah. It does feel like her approach to all of this is very high school. Very. Right down to the image thing. Yeah. You know, she's not being true to herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says she can't do this. It's been so hard on her. So much pressure. I wrote ding, ding, ding. She felt pressure. She's, so now the truth's coming out. She says she chose him because they'd had so much fun together and it felt like the right thing to do. She had a lot of feelings for him and she felt a sense of loyalty since they'd spent so much more time together. And she says at first she was so upset because she had hurt someone's feelings. She thought it would pass. But when she woke up that morning, she still felt the same way. And she says it wouldn't be fair to not tell him how she was feeling and to tell him that she has feelings for Justin. You know what would hurt a lot less than this? Just giving her rose to Justin. You know what's amazing? She's finally telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And if she had done this in the first place, mm-hmm. she would have come out smelling like roses. Yeah. If- Despite the fact that she hurt Rodney and the hurt Rodney felt would have been so much less. Yes. If she had just told him the truth out of the gate. Yes. He asks if she's already made her decision. He just wants her honesty. And Andy, you said, Rodney, smash. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were really hoping to see the Hulk come out. I mean, she deserved it. I just think this was unnecessarily cruel. Yeah. Not how she did this. Like, I appreciate her honesty here. And I guess it's better late than never. I don't know. Mm. I think this is better than her faking it with Rodney for the rest of Paradise. Yeah, exactly. It's a better late than never scenario. Yeah. While the group speculates as to what's going on, Andrew scopes them from above and gives the group a thumbs down. And they're like, no, everyone just loves Rodney so much. High school quarterback. Eliza, meanwhile, tells Rodney that... She felt pressure and felt influenced by how much love everyone had for him. We were kind of blown away by her honesty. I couldn't believe it. I I never expected this truth to actually come out. Eliza ultimately says that it's not that she doesn't have feelings for Rodney. She just has stronger feelings for Justin. And Andy, you said, but I think you have a good image. Rodney says, I guess you're leaving to go find him. And she nods. He finally says he wishes her nothing but the best and says bye. We never got Rodney smash. No. I, it takes more, apparently. Yeah. But there is a Rodney smash. It oh, and comes. Andy, you were observing Rodney's shorts. You said <sighs> he's wearing fun shorts, too. There's mm. nothing worse than getting broken up with while wearing fun shorts. That's so true. You know, it's like it's, it reminds me of like Halloween where like a, you know, a guy dressed up as a baby and the cookie monster get into a fist fight. And it's just awful. No one wants to see that. And they don't realize when they're fighting that they're dressed up as those things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it makes it, it's so embarrassing and awful. Yeah. It just adds a certain layer to the, the upsetness about the thing in the first place. His fun shorts. Fun shorts are the worst shorts to get broken up with. <laughs> While she continues to cry here, Andy, you said, so the question is, does she feel worse about Rodney or worse about her image? Hmm, I think the image. <laughs> when Genevieve sees... Rodney now, mouth agape. Andy, you said, there it is, the Genevieve face. Yeah, someone needs to put a carrot in that. (laughs) Rodney tells the group what's going on. He's heartbroken. He's embarrassed. Everyone hugs him, tells him he deserves love, blah, 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 blah. He says, I thought she was my future. And now everyone's bawling. We learn that he's the light of the group. Everyone adores Rodney. Everyone's crying. As he starts hugging everyone goodbye, Andy, you said that he should stick around and go for Jemima? Gemini? And I said, who? And we, after about five minutes of this, came to the conclusion that you meant Jesenia. Right. And I was like, she's with Andrew. And you said, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That says something about how much airtime Jesenia has gotten. She should take a page out of Kate's book. (laughs) 
<laughs> As Rodney climbs into the car, Andy, you said that short is so fun. It's a tragedy. Everyone's still crying like crazy, particularly Serene and Brandon. And Andy Hughes said, oh, there are the shots where we thought they were breaking up. Yeah. You know, they kept I showing know. them crying oh, in previews. So weak. Kate, Genevieve and Victoria find Eliza to comfort her and tell her she did nothing wrong. I don't get this part. She did all sorts of things wrong. <laughs> yeah, but they're being good girlfriends. Is that what good girlfriends do? Yeah. I feel like asking you, I felt a little like insensitive about this, but do girlfriends ever fake like this kind of thing? Yes. Okay. I don't think Eliza did nothing wrong. No, she didn't deserve this. She deserved to like, hey, I'm sorry to see you go, you know, but you fucked up, bitch. I mean, I, I guess at what point do you not forgive someone for trying to undo their wrongs? In this case, Eliza tried. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think Eliza's the devil. Like it's Eliza horrible. looks way better at the end of this episode than Kate does. And honestly, if a friend of mine did exactly what Eliza did, I don't think I would judge them for it. No, because you're her, their friend. Yeah. You understand human people are human. Yeah. And you're going to side with your friend. Yeah. You're going to be like, I know why you did it. Yeah. I understand. Okay. It's a cool, but I still <laughs> think at least one of them was faking it. One of these ladies. Oh, definitely. I mean, Victoria earlier was like, it's Rodney. Say it with me, Rodney. Yeah, yeah. Rod Victoria's my number one candidate for faking, crying, <laughs> comforting situation. Eliza in her ITM said that she and Justin never even gave it a real shot. And maybe they could have had something really great. And Andy, mm. you said she's acting like she isn't a two-hour flight away from making out with him. <laughs> and now we follow Eliza out. You said this not even thinking that she was going to hop on a flight to I see him. I had no idea. But now we follow her to the airport and Andy, you said Justin's going to be there in a less fun short. <laughs> <laughs> There's a full montage now. She's in Baltimore now wearing a hilariously sexy outfit. She's oh wearing this God. like corset top to go see him. Yeah. It reminded me of when she was forced to go on the date with Justin and she wore the skin tight <laughs> cutout dress <laughs> and the glitter. The cliffhanger is Justin opening the door and looking shocked. Neither positive shocked or negative shocked, just shocked. That classic Justin face expression of yeah. shock. I mean, he knew this was happening, right? I mean, I think they told him something was happening. I don't know if he knew Eliza specifically was coming to the door, okay. but yeah. But he knew something was happening. So it was either Rodney or Eliza coming to the door, right? <laughs> and it wasn't Rodney, probably. And why was he in his boxer briefs? Because he clearly wanted to make it look like he wasn't prepared for whoever was coming. To me, this is BS, but yeah. it's fine. It's still a legitimate meeting. I mean, he's still meeting her. Yeah. I buy that part. Like whatever happens next is going to be organic in some way. Uh -huh. But the meeting was obviously staged to me. I'm not buying this for a second. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. Okay. It seems staged all around. Okay, good. And honestly, too staged because I'm not invested in the two of them at all. No. I'm not moved by this. I'm not moved. There is a sick curiosity as to what's going to happen. <laughs> so. Curiosity. I'll reserve judgment. And so now we have our credits. It's basically Jacob taking off his clothes in the car ride out, saying it's a lot more powerful to not wear clothes. You know what? Jacob's won me over. Yeah. Till the end. He was entertaining. Okay, Andy, that brings us to your A game. Do you have an A game winner for this episode? You know what? Rodney. Oh, and how he handled it? Yes. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He did everything he could based on what she told him every step yep. of the way. He could have been nasty. Mm -hmm. He could have been vengeful. He could have retaliated. Mm -hmm. He could have been sulky. Yeah. He's, I'll tell you something. I know why they like Rodney. Rodney is the beautiful combination of a sensitive flower and a real man. Yeah. 
He's it's got very a back, rare. He's got a real backbone. Yeah. Like when she says, I need you to fight for me, he really tried to step it up. He yeah. was really assertive. He didn't just, you know, f- become a wallflower. He really I, did. And that was based on what she told him and it was bullshit all along. Yep. What a waste of his energy and Rod- time. Rodney's got an F read and an A game. <laughs> okay. It's a bad combination. You don't want that. <laughs> That brings us to our word watch, Andy. There were three fight or fights in this episode. 142 total correct guesses. And our winner is Della Gons. Congratulations. You are the winner of $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, do you have a word for next week? I do. I do have a word for next week. And that word is... Rodney. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. Okay, so if you would like to join in the Shandy Word Watch fun and have a chance to win, same prize, $100 in jewelry to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. You can guess the number of times you think the word Rodney, the name Rodney, will be uttered in episodes, I believe it's two episodes next week, yeah. 13 and 14 combined. If mm-hmm. I'm wrong and it ends up being one, it's just the one episode. But basically, however, there's one giveaway a week. Okay, so you will guess using the numeral and you will use either WordWatch or Rodney in your comment and you must do so by this Friday at midnight. Oh, you can comment either here on YouTube or over on the Instagram post for this recap again by this Friday at midnight. Whew, that never gets easier. No. Okay, Andy, finally, who would we go for? I hate to say it, but I'm going to crawl back to Brittany and hope she takes what? me. Yeah, I'm crawling back. I do not approve of this. I don't have anybody else. Why not Victoria? Nah. Why not? I get the feeling Victoria is going to wear the pants too hard in the relationship. I can't deal. <laughs> Victoria is too dominant. Mm. Yeah, it stresses me out. I feel like we're going to fight a lot. I'm trying to think of who I would go for. God, the the pickings keep getting slimmer well, and slimmer. Well, that's the thing. It's not like I'm like I'm not I'm not like fighting a war for Brittany. Yeah, I'm going for Brittany because she's the best thing left. <laughs> who would I go for? I mean, I know. I think I, I'm going to cop out. I'm not going for anyone. You're not going for anyone? No. There's got to be someone. Out of this group right now, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I approve of that. Because Andrew, I feel like he has the right read. He's got a good read. Yeah. And he's he's got his funny moments. Yeah. When we met him, we liked him a lot. Yeah. Out of this group, Andrew. Yeah. I approve of that. Okay. All right. That'll be a very weak double date. We'll both be (laughs) super lukewarm about our partners. What's funny like, is that food they, is great, well, huh? they can just hook up because they've already that's done true. that. true. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, then we can hook up. That's bound to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a wrap for this recap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews and generally do all of the things you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.